If you're able to stand this morning, our God reigns more precious than silver.
Be seated. If you're on 98.7 FM this morning, if you're on one of the podcasts, 97.7, whatever you decide. Uh, Facebook Live, if you're in the beautiful sanctuary this morning, uh, two messages for you this day. Uh, Good Sunday morning, church. And happy Father's Day to you, fathers. Thank you. And a big thank you to Nurture and Outreach and everyone from the church that uh, had anything to do with our part in Brown City Days. If you didn't have fun there, there's something wrong with you. From the youngest to the oldest and all in between, uh, there's a lot of laughter. Uh, Karen and I have been part of a lot of pioneer days, Yale baloney days, marathon days, whatever the days they were. Uh, I do believe for me, Yesterday was one of the best times I had. And it was so nice to see uh, Dee and Jeff set up a huge tent without any arguments or complications. (laughs) That in itself was a miracle from our Heavenly Father. (laughs) To Eldon and Ken, who were the cooks, and all of you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To those of you in uh, city government in Brown City, to our mayor, to the the committee that organized that, God bless you for all you did. Uh, You could see a lot of happy faces. Well, actually, you could see a lot of faces, but you could see a lot of happy faces. Uh, A lot of wonderful things happened yesterday. Just a couple announcements. Uh, Tuesday morning, Bible study at the Liebler's house. Wednesday morning, uh, we're going to gather at 10 o'clock for George Emmy Snuggle Blanket Ministry and tie some more blankets. And then Thursday at 10 o'clock is Nurture and Outreach. Any announcements from you folks this morning? No Sunday school until July 11th. No Sunday school until July 11th. Any other announcements? What are you pointing to, Mary? Oh, the baby bottles? Uh, If you still have baby bottles, if you would maybe drop them off at the office this week or by next Sunday so they can get returned to uh, the rightful place. Why would they think that? She needs a microphone up front there, mister. Um, Even though the adults aren't having Sunday school class, I don't want you to think that we're not having junior church during service. So during worship, we're still having junior church. So thank you. I hear that train of coming. Uh, don't forget to come downstairs after church today. We got another hot dog roast and lots of food and pies. Oh, homemade pies. And also, next Sunday is the Chenal's uh, Celebration of Life. Yep. Next um, Sunday at, thank you, I at 3.30. 3.30. Will you be here? Do you know if Wilma will be here? Anyone else? Hunter? The old guy's bringing you the microphone. Don't spit on it. What do you say? It's, it's, I, we love, we enjoy gas.
got a bottle. I'm thirsty. Did you get any of that? No. Okay. Let's pray. You who are our Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit into this house of worship. Breathe life into us. Thank you for our earthly fathers. Guide and direct our steps this day in the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts, that they may be acceptable in your sight. And Lord, we pray in advance for the ladies cooking hot dogs downstairs. Help us to tolerate hot dogs one more day. Father, thank you for the freedom that we have in this great nation. Thank you for your love. Father, remind us if there's sin in our life that we confess it before you this day. We lift up those who are absent from the church family this morning. Some are traveling, some are on vacations. Some just needed to sleep in. Have thy own way, Lord. Have thy own way. Amen. Amen. Young disciples. Look at you, Pat. Look at all these kids you got. Okay, good morning. If I say something, I want you to raise your hands. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right, so there's a difference between hearing and listening, right? So I know you all can hear me because you raised your hand, but if I told you there are suckers and crackers in here, and I say you can pick one, and you pick two, did you listen? No. How many were you supposed to pick? One. So, when dad or mom says something, or a teacher says something, or Pastor Pat or Karen or grandmas and grandpas say something, we tell you this so that you don't get in trouble. If you listen, you won't get in trouble. But if you don't listen, sometimes you get in trouble, right? Yeah. Sometimes you get bad reports from school because you don't listen. Did everybody, anybody get one of them? <laughs> Sometimes you have to go to bed, your bedroom. Sometimes you have to sit down. Are those fun things to do? You like to do those kind of things? Hmm. Well, that mean, that's kind of like a little punishment. But God does that to everybody at times when we don't listen, because a lot of times we don't listen to him either. He talks to us, 
And all he wants us to do is listen. If we listen and obey, then we, we'll have a good life. Right? Yeah? Okay. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all these children, young and old. We just ask, Father God, that as you give us ears to hear, Hunter, as you give us ears to hear, that we would not only hear, but that we would listen. Because you've got a lot to say in these times. So just, we praise you, we worship you, we just ask you to be with us. In Jesus' name. I'm sorry? You just take your time, sister. I'm wondering what we did wrong to go from ice cream bars last Sunday to crackers this Sunday. I want to put a little uh, shout out to the George Emmy Snuggle Blanket Ministry and if you draw your attention to the back of your bulletin you'll see why we make snuggle blankets this is uh, Mike's brother and he was given a snuggle blanket because he has cancer and on Sunday morning you mentioned names of folks who are struggling with cancer you either see Karen or myself and we'll see that you get a blanket that you can give to them. It's been proven and proven to bring them great comfort uh, in their struggle. Someone share joy. The rain held off yesterday till we were done. Did you get wet? I had a joy, and I thank you all for your prayers for our motorcycle trip. We went to Mackinac City up there over the weekend, and it is uh, surely a blessing to be riding again. And uh, in the weather, we didn't, it was a little chilly, but it was really fun. I thank you all for that, and it's just a joy to be back with you guys. Anyone else? Well, I kind of have a joy and a concern. A joy is um, I put a birthday card up there for my nephew, um, my niece's husband, who's suffering from brain cancer. Uh, this will be his last birthday, he will see. And if the church family could please sign it, I think he'd appreciate it. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for the prayers for Doris and I going on a trip out 
galloping around and giving me patience, not throwing her out in a desert someplace out there. So, but no, we had a great time. We thank you guys for the prayers for our safe travel and mercies that we had. Thank you. You told me what you wanted to say. Go ahead and say it. Hurry up. Let's go. They're okay. waiting. If you're not going to say anything, give it back to Ken then. Anyone else? It's just been a joy to have my grandkids and my daughter here this weekend. We just had a blast yesterday. They all had fun. And uh, praise God. Amen, Dan. We need to remember um, Von Dezelke's son-in-law, Dusty, who has pancreatic cancer and is going through some severe treatments. And then um, Patty's, Patty Halstead's daughter has um, breast cancer and she had a mastectomy this week. Thanks Pam for the special message. It applies to all of us I know that listening has been a big factor in my marriage. Yours or hers? I hear just fine. And yet Judy still loves you, Joe. Um, speaking of cancer, I just found out that um, the Yoders who go to Omard, um, they have six kids. I think five of them are still at home. Um, the youngest one goes to American Heritage Girls. Um, the dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer, and then we just found out the mom has been di diagnosed with liver cancer. And so that family needs a lot of prayers. Thank you. Yoders. Anyone else before we talk to the father? Pam? Sally? Yeah, I have a joy. On Friday, we had my Aunt Agnes over for her 89th birthday. And my sisters, one from Clinton Township and one from New Mexico, and her husband were there to help celebrate. Very nice. I'd like prayers for my granddaughter, Kira. She fell yesterday at gymnastics, broke her ankle, but they ended up doing surgery this morning. So it's a pretty bad break. Uh, I have a friend from the motorcycle meeting. His, his name is Mike. His wife has cancer. And I, I know I wouldn't mind getting a blanket take up to her. She lives in Bay City. And one of my friends in Kentucky has uh, uh, kidneys are failing, so he has his dialysis. His name is Gary Hogue, and appreciate your prayers for them as well. Anyone else before we talk? Yep. Hi, Kim. I have a joy. I get to go to dinner today with my mom and dad. We're going to celebrate Father's Day and his 96th birthday. Some of you know Cindy Duckett. Uh, a beautiful. Say that again. Duker. Just keep going. 
Well, Cindy's mama, Sheila, needs our prayers too. You know, the, the joy of not being able to hear, and then when they give you hearing aids, you still can't hear because you hear everything. Sometimes it's like this morning, there's just noise going on to where one day. That's right. Let's pray. Father, again this morning we hear that nasty word mentioned. The nasty word of cancer. You allow us to bring some kind of hope through a blanket tied by your children's hands. Sometimes it's overwhelming, Lord. The Yoders, both mom and dad, have cancer and their six children. There's two from the Zelke family with, fan with cancer. Gary's got kidney issues. Kira broke her ankle. Mike's wife struggling with cancer. They gathered for the blessing of the bikes, yet a motorcyclist was killed on the bridge. You allow us the privilege to be your hands and your feet. That we can share the good news. There are unspoken requests on hearts this morning. I lift up those who worked all weekend on Brown City Days and need rest this day. I think of our mayor, Julian Kevin and many others who just put in a tremendous amount of hours. And we had glimpses of hope. Lord, they used to say you can't have fun if you go to church. We had an awful lot of fun yesterday, we gathered around some hot dogs. And we thank you that not everybody got wet from the rain. But we thank you on the half of the, the farmer for the rain. Lift up Wilma to you this morning. Lord, we lift up those situations where fathers may be incarcerated. To those kids who grew up without a dad, or those homes where it's not always loving. Those who put on the badge and those first responders, those elected to office, and we pray for our denomination. We pray that the Holy Spirit would convict our leadership and that our light would shine again. Father, I lift up Cindy as she brings the message to Omar Church this morning. And we ask a blessing upon Brother Bruce as he has a little time away. 
Father, thank you for Pam's message this morning. It wasn't just for the little people. Lord, thank you for grandchildren and children. Thank you for brothers and sisters in the faith. Lord, hear us as we pray this morning, as we pray our Father. I think an announcement that I forgot to tell you is that uh, there is no food truck this Thursday, which is our normal day. It is next Wednesday, the 30th, uh, with food truck helpers needed at 9 o'clock. Yes. For Diane's son, Joe, who recently went on to perfection, if you would keep uh, the McLeod and Bush family also in your prayers. Ushers. Father, thank you for the beauty of the morning. Thank you that you are our Heavenly Father. Thank you for earthly fathers. Thank you that we can gather tithes, we bring gifts, and we bring offerings. And you allow us to do the work of your church. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And you young people, you are dismissed.
Say that again. Where two or three are gathered. <laughs> and I'm just believing that there's someone in here this morning that needs to hear these words. Before I share the scripture, I, Father's Day is always interesting to me. Uh, I remember a man in uh, the Sutton Sunshine Church. Don Smale was his name. And Don mentioned to me one Father's Day. You know, I really don't like fathers. I don't like coming to church on Father's Day because the pastors always seem to beat the dads up on Father's Day. You know, I want you to, men to know that I'm not going to beat you up this morning. <laughs> but I, I'm also a realist. That, uh, and the same thing with Mother's Day. All homes are not the perfect setting. There are young ladies that are molested by their fathers. And, uh, the, the world's just a crazy place. So it's not, you know, it's similar to Christmas too. Not everybody enjoys uh, the Christmas season. Uh, they don't just focus on uh, Christ. They focus on family and things like that. And not all homes are uh, happy during holidays. So I always try to keep that in mind. You know, Mother's Day was a few weeks ago, and uh, Karen was scheduled to preach, but you know, her dog got put down on Mother's Day, and Bruce filled in, and I've never liked preaching on Mother's Day. Uh, I was a throwaway child from my mother. And I struggled with that my, most of my life. The parable of the lost sheep. But just for a moment this morning, I want to talk about what the church, what your pastor needs to work harder on. From Luke's Gospel, the 15th chapter, Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such people and eating with them. Jesus told them this story. If a man had a hundred sheep and one gets lost, what will he do? When he leave the 99 others into the wilderness and go search for the one lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, will he joyfully carry it home on his shoulder? When he arrives, will he call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I found my lost sheep? In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed. And then it speaks of the parable of the lost coin. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, will she call in her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin? In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels even when one sinner repents. The word of God for the children of God. When was the last time you told somebody about your faith in Jesus Christ. And if you're really honest this morning, some of you, you may not be able to remember uh, the last time you did that, or even if you have done that. And then my question is why? What are we waiting for? 
You know, I, I had a great time yesterday. Uh, from a pastor's point of view, being part of the church for 25 years, and uh, being part of uh, seven or eight different appointments where we do all the stuff in the church. Where, where, where do you start from the snuggle blanket ministry to uh, the UMW meeting to uh, men's breakfast to Bible study or Bible school on Sunday morning uh, to the children downstairs now uh, to all the potlucks and all the things that we do uh, when the choir gathers and uh, stuff like yesterday. All good things. I'm still amazed that there was no fighting. I am. I am simply amazed that you can get 30 church people in a setting like that where you're setting up tents and everybody's doing stuff and nobody is fighting. There was a lot of laughter, a lot of love. It's not that way everywhere. But on to the next part of our mission. And I won't mention Joe by name. Not, not this Joe. Another Joe. Who came for a while. But was never comfortable in the setting. Because of things in his life where he's struggling with them. Being an alcoholic is one of his struggles, and he has fallen off of uh, the sobriety wagon, if I may. Called on him the other morning at 9.30 in the morning, and he's intoxicated at 9.30 in the morning. But I'm going to keep calling on him and keep calling on him. Because what the church is about is through the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ to allow people to see that we can change. That with Christ we have hope. And without Christ we're lost. It's taken me years to be able to... Uh, I was a, I'm a drunk myself. Took me years to get sober. It's taken me years to be able to deal with people like me. But because of the cross, we have hope. Because Jesus loves us just how we are, no matter how far we are from Him. So, my question to you this morning. Who cares for the lost? The church. But the church has been quiet too long. We're just now starting to get some of our freedoms back. Uh, here in Michigan, you know, with, uh, because of the pandemic and the craziness that we experienced with politics this year and uh, the craziness that we see in uh, denominations and uh, the craziness we see in uh, trying to tear down history. But the history of, for the believer hasn't changed. Our purpose of the church is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. That by loving people unconditionally, not judging them, not condemning them, but loving them, and giving them hope. And it's not an easy task. Sometimes we're hard to love. But the Father, our Heavenly Father, cares for the lost. Each of you here this morning, you have a story to tell. Some of you have been raised in church since you were little bitty. Some of you came kicking and screaming. Some of you still come kicking and screaming. But he loves you just how you are. 
and he wants to equip us because the church is out, outside of this building. As beautiful as the sanctuary is, the church is out there. The church is those people we encountered yesterday. We can make a difference. We can. But I, 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 you know, sometimes I stutter. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I get mad. Anybody fit into that category? And sometimes the words that we say to others cuts them so deep that some never recover from it. Some will stay away from the institution because something that happened years ago. When I worked in an Explorer Motorhome Company, I worked side by side with a guy named Larry Miner. Larry was a very talented man, very talented. He knew the, he, he knew the Bible then better than I know it now. But something happened early on in his life in the institution, and he left the church. And he, he never came back to the church. And, and, and things like that troubled me. Our home church in Crossville, we had great debate one time because someone wore a pair of blue jeans to choir practice. You would have thought that well, you know how we get. You have people, I have, I'll speak for myself. I'm not sure all my children are saved. I'm not sure all my grandchildren are saved. But I'm trying. And it's hard. It's really hard when it's your family. It is. But don't you think that they should be the easiest ones? Because aren't they the ones we care about the most? That we should be concerned about their soul. We should be concerned because, you know, I'm sure when these 2,000 motorcycles went on this road trip that the one man didn't think he was going to get killed on his motorcycle. You never know when the father's going to whisper your name and your time is done. Jesus cares for the lost. The lost sheep. That's talking about us. That's, that's not just a four-legged sheep. That's the believer that walked away. or The unbeliever that, that they're not quite there yet. But we know the story. Some of you have heard it for generations. And it's not enough just to sit in these comfortable pews. My nephew showed up at uh, Project Blessing the other night. I think my sister's been gone for like 22 or 23 years. And her son showed up at Project Blessing. And I made a comment. So I love Facebook myself. I don't get into all the drama and things that some do, but I love Facebook. Because it helps me connect with friends. Uh, I'm a big animal lover, and you have access to uh, a Rottweiler's page or a Caney Corso's page or a Poodle's page. You have all this access. But I had Karen take a picture of me and my nephew, and I made a comment that uh, I'm, I'm glad that there's still one in my family that will still acknowledge me as family. And the response was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. Because Christian brothers and sisters responded, well, I'll, I'll acknowledge you. Well, I, I love you just how you are. Even my middle brother's ex-wife from 45 years ago responded. It's about them little seeds that we plant. It's about being comfortable enough you know, when we left uh, yesterday, 
went and took his, got cleaned up a little bit and went up to the horseshoe restaurant. And uh, they were really busy. They had five waitresses. And out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, hot dog! Get your hot dog! Sorry, Kate. And for a moment, the whole place was silent. And then to see the smile on people's faces. Because it's with Christ-like love that we can come out of our comfort zone and do these crazy things. And then they wonder. There were folks wondering when we were sitting out there. Everybody was having fun. People were wondering, because you could see it's the United Methodist Church. Well, they can, how can they be having fun? They go to church. <laughs> because we can. We can be ourselves here. Or we should be able to be ourselves here without worrying about who's going to... Well, you can't act like that. I did that one time at National Day of Prayer on the courthouse lawn. Many years ago, first words out of my mouth were Jesus. The only difference was I had a microphone, and you could hear it from one end of Sandusky to the other. And one of the judges told me afterwards, you can't talk that way here. Well, yes, I can. I can mention Jesus anywhere I want to, because he's my Savior, and I won't deny him. And he wants us to change the world one life at a time, and we can. We can. Are you willing to? I'm going to work harder on those lost in my family. Or those think, those who I think might be lost. Because sometimes when we stand in judgment of somebody, oh, do we get slapped in the face? We're not to judge. We're to love. We're not to put down we're to pick up. We're not to push away. We're to bring in. We're not to be angry with. We're to love. And we're the church. Statistics show, I'm speaking of the Michigan Penitentiary in Jackson, Michigan. On Mother's Day, they stand in line for hours to use the telephone to call mama. On Father's Day, there's not much of a line. A lot of families, you know, kudos to the woman because a lot of women have had to be mom and dad and they've done a great job. A lot of women, you know, I, I think of my sister. Her first husband beat her into the hospital. He committed suicide. He jumped off the Blue Water Bridge. She got married again, and Pat would beat her and put her in the hospital. And he hung himself. She met a man who treated her right, loved her, opened the door for her, brought her flowers. And at the young age of 42, she fell over dead at her computer. And she never got to experience that love bond. That's the world we live in. We can make a difference. Each one of you sitting here this morning, I don't care how old you are or how young you are, you can make a difference in somebody's life by sharing unconditional Christ-like love with them. It starts with you, and it starts with me. I'm not going to give you all the details at the moment, but in a few weeks, you're going to hear about a young woman from this church who's going on a mission trip and is going to need the support of the church to keep her uplifted in prayer, to help her financially, and to love her. And I praise God for it. Because I'm not going. 
Some are called to be missionaries. Some are called to be pastors. Some are called to be teachers for children. Some are called to be ushers. Some are called to be pianists. Piano? A pianist? A pianist. You've taught me well. He's got a purpose for all of us in the church. He's even got a purpose for an old crabby guy who had to cook hot dogs in 75 degree weather. And you know what he said yesterday? I'm not cooking hot dogs tomorrow. You are? That's what you were told? To God be the glory. Know this. While we still have breath, we all have to do our part. It takes all of us. All of us. Let's pray. Lord, if you would put in our minds the vision of one who you would have us focus on, if it's to invite him to a potluck, invite him to church, but to include them, sometimes people just want to feel included, invited, accepted. And you give us the boldness. You give us the wisdom. You give us the words. Your words aren't always our words. Sometimes we need to seek forgiveness. We give you praise and thanks, Father. Amen. What are we singing, Elizabeth? Great is thy faithfulness, church.
I just want to give out a shout out to our former superintendent, Marvin McCallum, and wish Marvin a happy Father's Day and to thank him for the way he impacted my life. And I want to give a shout out to my pastor, Grant Lobb, and wish him a happy Father's Day. I love you, Pastor. Lord, we ask a blessing upon the food we're about to partake in. We ask a blessing upon our fellowship. And as we leave the sanctuary and go out into the world, may they see you through us. May they see Jesus, the living Christ, through us. And we'll be sure to give you the praise and the thanks that only you are worthy of, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church, and God bless America.